Yesterday was the first day of summer and Surf Lifeguards wants to make sure that every Kiwi makes it home for Christmas after a day at the beach. Rip currents are one of the most dangerous elements on New Zealand beaches and Surf Life Saving New Zealand uh, Chief Executive Paul Dalton says it's vital for every Kiwi to memorize the three R's for surviving a rip uh, before heading to the beach this summer. Pacific people, I think you should pay attention. Uh, joining us now again on the show, welcome back, Paul Talofalama. Thanks, Marina. Uh, welcome. Good to be back. Good to have you back, brother. It's a message, like, like we said the last time we spoke. It is um, the more we ring this bell because we want our people to be safe. You know, happiness takes over, and when you're in the water, you get excited. Next thing you know, well, you are the opposite of happiness. Hey, um, before we get into this, can I just ask, how did you guys go in getting the rock to... Um, chip into one of those uh, uh... <laughs> uh, we have a lot more in common now than we did a few weeks ago we, we've both been beaten by a five-year-old boy in uh, our attempts to get hold of the rock so no we uh, we didn't quite get there but uh, hats off to uh, Angelo and uh, his his cause they've certainly done done a great job in, in getting the rock's attention I'm not telling you I'm a talented man, Paul, but I can play a five-year-old for you if you guys want to reshoot your campaign. Uh, I'm just saying. I think, yeah, we need to change our tactics, I think. Thank you very much. I'll do it for free. Uh, look, uh, let's get into this, brother. Um, can you please, just for the information of our people, walk us through what a rip current is and how can someone identify when when they're in danger? I think the best way to think of a rip current is like a, a little river heading back out to sea. And it's all, all about the basics of, of um, physics and all the water coming into the beach on the waves can't stay there. It has to go somewhere and it goes back out to sea and in a channel that's like a little mini river and it uh, basically flows out to sea and that's what, what, is it, what technically is a rip. Any particular areas of the water or along a beach where a rip current will mostly be prevailing in and, and for the swimmers to be vigilant and sort of look out for? Um, it's quite random. It, it very much depends on what's happening underneath the surface of the water, so it's pretty hard to, to tell. Uh, often you'll find the a rip at the end of a beach. If it's a sort of crescent-shaped beach, you know, the water will come in the middle and flow out the sides, but that's not always the case. So you've really got to be vigilant at all times, and, and rips can pop up at a moment's notice. They, uh, they're not they're not static. They don't stay in the same place all the time. So um, lots of little tips to watch out. Often it's the area of flat water uh, because the, the river's heading out uh, through the waves so you don't have big waves crashing on. Uh, it's deeper, so it's a channel, and um, that also means there's fewer waves. So often it's a bit discoloured because it's um, taking you know lots of sand and stuff out with it. And um, yeah, it, it really is sort of just having a good look at, at the conditions and thinking where might the water be trying to flow? Now, in terms of uh, rip currents and impact on the, the lives that have been lost, do we know how much of it contributes um, to beach drownings uh, in Aotearoa at this moment? Um, the numbers vary, but it's a very high 
percentage, particularly in, in a surf beach environment. Um, so yeah, it's a very significant risk for people and we've got to just keep the message going and, and educate people how to deal with it. You're not always going to be able to spot it, but if you do get caught in it, if you do use the three R's and, and relax, raise your hand and ride out the rip, then you're much more likely to survive it. Um, you definitely don't want to be trying to fight it because it's uh, incredibly powerful and, and you'll get tired very quickly. So um, you know, if you follow those three R's, that's the best advice we can give. Sorry, that was very subtle int- uh, introduction of the three R's. Can we get to the three R's? <laughs> I'm like, hey, wait a minute, those are three R's altogether. Uh, now, it's the three R's. Can you please just stipulate for them? Because uh, I know you've just said it now in your response, but I want it to sort of stand out a bit from your response. Tell me about the three R's. Yeah, the first one's relax, and that's possibly the hardest one because if you're suddenly in a, a rip and you you typically, you know, your natural reaction is to fight it um, and, and then you're in trouble because you literally can't fight it. It's too strong. So relax is the first message. So conserve your energy. You, you're going to last a whole lot longer out in the water uh, if, you, if you're not trying to um, wear yourself out fighting against a, a tide. So then you raise your hand so that people can know that you're in trouble. Uh, that's the most important thing if you, you know, there will be people around typically. And uh, if you're signaling for help by, by raising your hand, then that's that's the sign that people can look for. And then the last bit's just write it out. Most rips don't go that far. They, uh, You might think they're taking you to Australia, but the reality is they're only typically just going out to the edge of where the waves start breaking because that's where all the power is. So once they get out to the edge of the waves, then the power disappears and you pretty well will be able to um, swim your way or, or, or find your way back uh, to shore relatively quickly. You know, uh, Paul, we, you and I both, and you guys probably experienced this throughout the years, it's always um, easy to tell our people, but the natural human instinct when you're feeling that pull, uh, we've seen it over, and you know, you just started paddling because that fear and everything sort of uh, sits in. What would be your advice to our community, uh, the reason why it's important to remember these three R's? Yeah, I think the most important thing is if you try to fight it, you run out of energy really fast. It's incredibly tiring trying to swim uh, against any sort of current. And um, yeah, the, the main thing is just just stop, relax. And uh, if you get that message through, just sort of uh, if that's, that's the single thing that people take out of this, that will make a big difference because just the, the sheer act of relaxing and then being able to think clearly uh, makes all the difference in, in your ability to survive. Most people can float really easily. Most people are really good at floating and you can uh, you get a sense of control back very quickly. Um, so that's the, uh, the key message. So you, you don't need to do too much to, to get get out of this situation you just need to relax and float and uh, things will tend to take care of themselves so it's the, uh, the, the, the as you say that natural fight or flight reaction that will get you into trouble but if you can take that split second to think you'll make all the difference and as a professional floater i totally agree with you um floating <laughs> you know it does wonders no energy required hey uh, paul look um, with the summer season now officially underway um you know what else do our communities need to be mindful of to stay safe at the beaches uh in the summer that we are now in i think the the um 
biggest challenge for this time of year is that it's technically called summer, but it's still not really what we'd, we'd call typical summer conditions. So it can be very windy, the water's not quite warm enough yet. So, uh, and with wind comes waves, which means rips. So it's actually quite a dangerous time of year. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing is to, um, you know, when there's not that many people around to be really making the decision whether you should go into the water or not if you think it's if you know conditions aren't perfect so uh, for me it's always if in doubt stay out is the best message you're far safer on the on the beach or in um, in very shallow water than if you're, you're out in the big waves and uh, and this time of year where it's very windy and colder uh, you can get into trouble a lot easier so that's always the big one for me always swim with with friends and whanau um, don't swim alone that's going to get you into trouble and um, yeah particularly watching children is is really important so you know, don't uh, watch them while you're sitting at the at the top end of the beach um, you know while they're in the water make sure you're actually down there and can touch them so uh, you know big wave bowls them over you're right there to pick them up again and, and make sure they they don't get washed around a very good point indeed and also what we always keep saying to our people is wear the right clothing uh, you know and, yeah, um, yeah. lava lava may be good for lying on the beach but it actually becomes a dead weight when you're actually in the water so um, just before we let you go um, for more information on people uh, wanting to know more about the some of the tips that uh, Surf Life Savers have if you can share that with us please Paul Oh, for sure. Um, they're all available on our website, um, so surflifesaving.org.nz and other websites like uh, Water Safety New Zealand have got plenty of good tips as well. So um, lots of places to look if you need some more information. Paul Dalton, CEO for uh, Surf Life Saving New Zealand, thank you very much for this morning uh, for sparing your time and uh, have a good day and I hope you do get the rock. Yeah. Otherwise, I can do a very convincing five-year-old. Okay, we'll, we might take you off on that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, man.